Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. How do you just disrespect me? That coverage, that coverage that comes with marriage, that respectability, I promise you that. I promise you your life will change. I promise you your life will change. to another episode of everyone's business but mine with me Kara Berry regrettably ugh, this is our final episode recapping Summer House Martha's Vineyard for the first of ask believe receive many seasons to come join with me today hello Chloe we're gonna talk about it how hi are <laughs> how I'm are sad you? it's bittersweet I know it's it's really sad this has been like a real breakout um I don't know like what your relationship is to Bravo but like as a housewives girl I've been like kind of in a bit of a slump like I'm just not feeling the excitement as much um but this really like put the wind in my sails I love this show I'm listening and I'm right there with you I'm a Bravo girl okay down in the trenches like 2009 in my college dorm I was watching Real Housewives of Atlanta like season one like I I remember the intro from like the the off from Beverly Hills into like like Vanderpump like Mm -hmm. I've been in Summer House since day one so like these shows like have that we have this kind of core nostalgia and tie to so I was really excited to finally see our people represented in this space right and I think the other breakout shows outside of the Housewives franchises have really been bringing it because you're right there's just been such a, a lull especially Atlanta I'm just we need a clean house but this was well, surprisingly refreshingly like I, I, I was happy to see this <laughs> I actually wanted to ask you did you watch the latest episode of Atlanta and did you have any thoughts about whatever that was <laughs> starting with I, I, I just, I'm sorry sorry was that again starting with Drew and Ralph and the situation with Drew's sister who had like mental health issues but she it seemed like Drew and her sister had a complicated relationship with each other, but then there was also like she had said what we were all thinking about Ralph, and that caused Ralph to like kick her out of the mm. or ban her from the house. But then there was sort of like a come to Jesus, Ianla fix my family moment with them, but <laughs> the milk ain't clean. It, all of it was it's, weird. I thought 
it's giving this may not be really my mama it's almost my sister like it, maybe yeah. i'm just watching too much martha's opinion but like remember jumping <laughs> the broom like angela wasn't really the mama and like the mm. sister was the mom like it's giving is that your mama or your sister because right. the the emotional tie was really heavy heavy um, you can tell there's obviously a drastic age difference and like she probably had a heavy hand in like helping raise drew for some mm-hmm. reason yeah. um but i mean i think ralph knows what to do for the cameras sometime because i think he's very aware of what his view was as viewers like how we kind of made opinions about him in mm-hmm. prior seasons so i think right. he was on a little bit of a damage control kick here and i do root for him sometimes that i, I hope that there's genuine love there but obviously you know fast forward to real life we see it didn't matter uh, ralph has always been the problem and he knows it he's he's the drama he is he is he's, the he's drama <laughs> he really is he really irks me because you're right like he is one of those people and i say this like something that makes a great housewife is somebody who's like super aware but also very unaware of how they come off like early seasons of Karen Huger who's like very aware that she's on camera but also like the grand dame still popping out the the white refrigerator and the delusion is still popping out like it's so (laughs) it's such a good combination and Ralph like yeah he knows that we all don't like him but he's still Mm -hmm. Ralph the problem is he's still Ralph (laughs) yeah he tries a little man complex too like anybody Mm -hmm. under six feet is always going to give me weird energy like i just i already know what to expect like it's it's fine (laughs) let's use escaping because my gosh (laughs) he's he's really 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 strange um uh what else i mean there really wasn't too much marlo goes on that date with that um jamaican ex with that fine man yeah yeah Yeah. but he's fine but he has three children so i already see what it's going yeah mm-hmm. yeah he knows it that's well he doesn't really have to like marlo i think i just want him to get his bravo back and get on the screen you know mm-hmm. i mean marlo's a terrible human being like she's probably one of the most vile creatures i've ever seen to exist on earth <laughs> yeah. but if she's gonna bring us good eye candy i'm here for it and if she gets her heart broken even better like I'm, <laughs> i've never wanted to root for someone's demise but she is truly disgusting um and there's no coming back from this like at all i just i need her gone i don't want to see her anymore bring my bring me back my ogs I'm here for next week and the girls getting back together. I want them to get in all in Kim's business and in her face and mm-hmm. give her a little dose of karma. Um, yeah, we need to clean house and bring back the OGs of Atlanta. I mean, I know Bravo will never apologize to Nene, but something needs to give. Like we need some of the old girls to revamp because Sanya and I, I was, I didn't even, I barely, I was just happy to see Ross back on my screen. Cause that's, that's my boo. <laughs> like where's he been? no i mean at least we got Wait. out of that kitchen you know like at least we got out of the kitchen um <laughs> with the rest of her family um oh. yeah no i'm with you like i i uh, this has been a rough season but like i'm still I, i'm i'm excited about next week i'm excited for whatever lies wig is gonna tell about how perfect <laughs> is because you know that they they found everything that she said about Croy and we're about to hear it and I can't wait for that oh my gosh <laughs> I'm my very gosh Kim what a fall what a fall what a humbling fall and it's like Kim never gets tired of embarrassing herself she's constantly embarrassed which, is, which makes again that that non-awareness for great tv yep so we kind of need that element back because yep. Kim getting dragged was probably like my top 10 housewife moments of every season that she's there love it Kim just gets on TV and she lies and she lies and then she acts like nobody saw the lies and it's like what are you guys talking about I'm telling the truth right now roll that oh my god my favorite is like that 
that reunion, Andy was like, Kim, you said it on camera. Like, Kim, you said it on camera. And he said it like three times to her. It was not registering. Girl, it's your so tape. Like, yeah. it's so, you know so it's bad good. when Andy gets fed up and he's like, are y'all crazy? Like, right. you said it. I like I'm not yeah. playing with I'm not playing this with you, girl. Like, please. Um, <laughs> but let's <laughs> let's get into uh, Martha's Vineyard. Uh, begrudgingly, so we're like in the final final days of Martha's. Jasmine is worn out. Okay, we all are. We're so done with Silas. <laughs> Silas is hangry. He has, you know, he hasn't gotten his proper amount of uh, carbs. You know, he can't have too many starches in the morning, as he told us last week, and. <laughs> Jasmine calls her grandma Mary. She's like frustrated. She's melancholic. And then Chloe, let me just tell, let me know. I'm going to say this and let me know if you agree. When uh, Jasmine says in the confessional that her parents were never married and that her model for a perfect mm-hmm. family was the Huxtables, specifically Claire. I'm like, girl, you didn't even have to say that. We know. <laughs> I wrote it. I wrote that down. I wrote that down. I was like, well, bam. As soon as she said it, I said, bingo. Yeah, <laughs> she's been cosplaying. She's been cosplaying what she thinks a wife is supposed to be. You can tell by the outfits, the sweater over the shoulders. Mm-hmm. Like she is playing what she has, what she desired, and I feel like always wanted to emulate, but didn't really have the example. And I think that's what happens to a lot of us women or people just in general trying to navigate what we think marriage is supposed to look like. If there's no real foundation of a of a relationship that that's worked and survived as a as a sort of sort of like a, a blueprint for you you right. kind of just kind of winging it and i think she had this expectation of like okay i'm 30 this is where i need to be now this man oh my god he's kind of stable he looks like a thumb thumb but i'm here <laughs> and i'm gonna make it work because i think he kind of likes me and i need to be saved obviously we all know she was homeless so i think she was like you know i could make this work and i could be that wife but then she got a smack of reality when she was with her friends and they're looking at her like who are you this is not this is not you. And I think it all kind of came crashing down to her and that weight. And I'm glad she had that, that moment of candor with us because we knew, but I was just wanted to know how aware she was that she was literally in this little cosplay dream scenario of almost like a simulation. I'm like, girl, this is, this is not real marriage. This is not right. This is not going to work out for you in the long term. Right. Cause she's been like, you know, rip me out the Nissan. I've been acting brand new and it's not working. <laughs> and here's my other thing is that like, uh, no shade but like Claire had a job so that would be a missing element oh. to the whole situation is that she had like a balance and she's not like making sure his Jimmy Dean sausages don't get burnt you know it's just a little bit different and, just a little different. and I was like what part of the show the coffee shows were you watching because the Claire <laughs> Huxtable I know I also like I'm like Claire Huxtable of TikTok so I literally like just all I do is emulate Claire Huxtable moments which is crazy there was the irony in it was insane the parallel but I'm like, Claire had moments of when, like, Cliff was spoiling Claire to death. He, right. like, reverenced his woman. He built her up. There's been no point in this show where I saw Silas do anything that was specifically dedicated to focusing on them as a newlywed couple. They've only been married for three months. Like, there were no moments, like, even, like, if, I'm not, if, if anybody else watches the the quote unquote white summer house. But there are moments when couple, couples will sneak away and be like, all right, we're gonna just do have this little one night on our own and like be with each other and then we'll come back to the group. Silas right. made no intentional efforts to spoil his semi, you know, almost still newly bride, right? And there was no moment for them to try to actually connect as a couple. It was Absolutely. all we're hosting, we're this, this is the image, this is this, this is my routine. There was nothing to support her. And I feel like 
had she been vocal about this in the beginning or not really accepting all that because I'm pretty sure Silas has laid everything out that he wants in this marriage and I think pretty sure she had just accepted that in a even in her conversation with sure. Jordan she's uh-huh. like yeah even in her conversation with Jordan she's like you know I kind of we kind of agreed that I he is you know the financial breadwinner and the head of household and I handle everything that he doesn't want to and okay. that was a lot that even word that he doesn't want to ma'am are you okay no exactly like you it's giving intern babe like what what's going on here (laughs) um it's yeah I Silas telling Jason and Amir in the kitchen like "Uh, uh, the last meal I had was at eight o'clock this morning and you know I think the problem is that like I'm still in work mode but like Jasmine isn't like you know and I just really want an acknowledgement that there was an issue this starts him saying I won't need an acknowledgement about 15 times and first of all I want to say that I know, like myself, Silas is a Pisces, but let me tell you one thing. I don't want to hear any Pisces mm. slanders because the men are very different. The men are very different. Okay? <laughs> they are. So My whatever best friend is a Pisces, want, she's a girl, but the men are yeah. different. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I do not want to be part of this narrative. I can't do it. I cannot do with him. Um, the guys, I love that the guys don't, like they just stare at him. Amir's yes. a confessional like dude you're a grown-ass man you can take care of yourself in the kitchen you're doing it right now we're, we're, I'm seeing you right in front of the stove yeah and your mommy's not watching it. you and it's fine you're turning on the oven it seems okay and like you do what you got to do if you're hungry go downstairs and it's, the problem is that Silas Silas keeps looking to the men for like reassurance like reassurance like I'm not bugging right like and all the guys just are silent or they hold him accountable in the completely opposite way and they call him out and he hates it because right. my thing is also you keep venting to all of these single people about your marriage number one i was taught that when you and your person are going through you go through behind closed doors yep i mean people can obviously you don't have to put up a front but you don't have to go and, and vent your contentions about your partner to other people number one that creates a crazy uncomfortable environment number two yep. now everybody's in your business and number three, now I'm judging you. And all the men have looked at Silas like he is crazy every step of the way. Like, they're like, even Jason was standing with his mouth open, just watching him like, uh-huh. <laughs> like, they're not adding anything to him. They just listening to him sound stupid. And they all look at him like, you are terrible to her. Like, I feel like none of the men want to acknowledge it. But like, even that moment, like, the, even in that moment, Amir was like, bro, shut up. Like, you sound insane. And I'm so happy somebody said it, but I wish they would say it to his face more, but the confessionals, they give me what I need. So it's fine. He's going to see it. But I, I love that. They don't, they don't, back, they don't pick him up. No one backs him up. Not, not a single body. He, he hates it. He's like seething by the location. <laughs> and I have a feeling this, his hallowed time as a platoon leader was the best time in his life because he found a bunch of misogynistic weirdos like him who would back him up and not just stare at him when he said, <sighs> dumb shit <laughs> you know like let oh, me tell you I something about my- these military men mm. oh, my dad is former like military and there's been moments as me as his adult daughter I've had to be like we are in civilian land you have been out of the military right. for over 25 years <laughs> stop right. talking to me like that like please, like what are you are you okay he's like a, I'm like you are a part-time platoon leader sir like, we're Hello? moving a table like Silas please please like it's <laughs> It's this level of ego that he has that oh he needs God. to feel like he's important or in control. I think yeah. that comes, you know, and I'm not a psychologist, but it probably trickles down to a moment in his life where he wasn't in the most controllable was happening to him. And now he's right. like made a vow to never ever let that happen again. But it's, 
it's overly killed, misogynistic, and gross. And he is not aware enough to realize he's doing more detriment to himself than good. Yeah, because he's just like, if I just like double and triple down on this and just like laugh with all of my teeth, then people are going to be like, oh, ha ha, you're right. But it it's not happening. Not in this house. Not in my summer house. All right. <laughs> so, And I love black man, but Silas is probably one of the most unattractive men I've seen on my screen in a very long time. No shade. I'm sure he's probably nice out of his family, but like, honey, it's not given all this worth of stress. And the sex, baby, if a man was jackhammering me like that Monday through Friday, I would have to evict myself. I'm I'm putting in my two weeks. I can't do this. Like, this is not worth it. There's not even, there's not even dignitized here. We're just, what? what? The moment he- (laughs) Giving indentured service. (laughs) The moment he would tell me to be quiet and then tell me I can't do this because it's a turnoff that the thing I just requested that you do is like not, like I'm not into it. Oh no, I would have set that bed on fire and that would have been it. (laughs) No, like I I could not believe that he had the nerve to be inside of her and tell her that what you told her to do was a turnoff. I've never seen anything like it. I, I, that's also what the entire house requested, sir. Nobody wants to hear y'all screaming every night. And also, Jasmine, please, the performance for that, ma'am. Hello. Like, as he were subpar at best. Like, she, (laughs) this was trying to earn her keep. But I mean, like, come on, like y'all in a house full of people. Nobody wants to hear y'all having sex all day. It's no. annoying. Not this to be performance of an orgasm. Absolutely not. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so then Silas says in a confessional, like talking like we're all stupid. Uh, my personality is I plan for things and then I execute the plan and then I move on to something else, which is literally what everybody does. Yeah, you you strategize <laughs> and then you do it and you move on. But, oh, Jasmine's so free-flowing with things and she, she's just like going with the wind. Like she's like some dumb idiot like uh, just a oh can't be tamed to tether down and, and i'm just frustrated because that's not gonna do it for me and this is the other stuff is the way he words things like that's not gonna do it for me well mm. i could easily say that to you in our bed do you want me to say that it's it's like the absolutism of like the wording like like he's got so much power over her that this is just like, mm-hmm. oh, well, it's just not going to work and I'll just move on to the next one. It's gross. Do yeah. you like her? And it's the, this it's is your the, wife. It's, and there's no inclusion of us. There's yeah. No inclusion of us. It's like me. It's like, you didn't do this for me. You didn't do this. Like, and, it's, and Jasmine's like holding on by a thread and she's like, are you, are you actually serious? Like you're having too many starches and you're, you're upset? <laughs> I don't. Honestly. Potatoes and bread is where we draw the line. Like, that's the boundary? Okay. No. Like, in his mind, he's still on hinge. And, like, I could swipe left on this relationship real quick. We're still in our 90 days. I can forget my wedding ring if I go out to the club. And I can take drinks from women, even though I told her she can't. Baby, baby, the double standard and the way the men, Amir snatched that little shot from his hand. (laughs) I was like, y'all better get it. He said, you better not. You better not. I loved it. He was real mad about that. Real mad. Amir's finest moment. His finest. Yeah, he's, moment. he's had some flaws, but Amir's trying to come back as one of my faves. I've been, I've been, I'm still mad at him about Mariah. Justice for Mariah. I will never oh. forgive him for that. But same. He he has some good moments. They all do, which I appreciate. Like I'm never 100 on anyone's side. I can like yep. people and kind of still acknowledge when they're flawed or when they're wrong. 
obviously later on in the episode but we'll, we'll get to that <laughs> yeah except for preston who as of now is, is gotten out of the season with a, a a plus in on my scoreboard <laughs> unscathed honey okay yes. preston is coming out a stellar star and like i'm not doing the job unbothered i'm not love it <laughs> love it uh, so then we have Nick and Alex. They're like outside casing the scene. They're going to be doing Lux on the Bluffs, which is supposed to be, I don't know. They're acting like this is about to be the Roots picnic, but it was just like the cast and like seven other people. All looked lovely. Lovely music. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just very uh, first, a soft launch. It was a soft launch of an event. Um, <laughs> Alex has a brother named Al, which still really trips me up, but they're going to be singing at some point in the the evening but before that the group goes to a uh, museum for african-american heritage it's like a trail it's like it looks like like a little village where things kind of all got started we meet this lady who was like lisa vanderpump's black counterpart her name is christy vanderpump <laughs> which was wild to me <laughs> um, that's hilarious she's like a local her family has been living there for generations and you know we get the history on oak bluffs and how that was the location where black people could buy property for the first time and and uh, we saw this inn where diana ross stayed now i'm maybe gonna lose my black card i had never heard of the wedding either had you um yes because my mother like absolutely was obsessed with um lifetime movies and it was a lifetime movie and oh, i remember okay. i think my mother might have recorded it but like literally like yeah it was like halle berry was from this affluent black family and she was marrying this white guy in the vineyard it was a very big deal like very much it was a cute little movie back in the day i mean oh the guy from you ever seen them done like the, the disney leave it to beaver remake movie mm-hmm. i feel like the dad from there was the husband in like okay. his younger finer days okay yes okay mm-hmm. Okay, Lynn Whitfield's in it. Okay. Patricia Clark. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. You know, look, you know, Lynn Whitfield's going to be in the, the Black Prestige movie. Right? Uh, you, like, you know. <laughs> Didn't even need mm-hmm. a cast for me to know that. Um, so, yeah, we just like a lot of history. Um, I guess I'll have to watch the wedding. Uh, so after the tour, Jasmine starts cooking. This, I guess, is like lunchtime. She's cooking him like rice and shrimp or something. But then she decides to leave. Like, we don't know where she goes, but she's just going to run an errand real quick. And she tells um, Amir, like, yo, just finish this up real quick. And then Silas goes downstairs and he's like, oh, here's your meal. So basically, Amir finishes Silas's lunch and then gives it to Silas. And then here go hell come. More on that later. So Silas calls Jasmine while she's out. Where are you? Where? Where's the iron? Ooh. Oh, is it right in front of me? Oh, okay. Yeah. Right that, oh. <laughs> My soul. My and then, soul. Yeah. She's like, I'll be home in six minutes. I'll I'll steam your shirt. Like, don't worry about it. When she gets back, he's like, you know, I was just confused, you know, because because I was like, why would she leave? You know, we had so little time left. Blah blah blah. She's like, I I, I just you know I I figured everything was done, I, you know whatever. And then Silas has the nerve to say, Amir's not bringing my food, babe. Men don't bring each other food. Ugh. Oh my god. My god. What were you doing in the army? Who was bringing your food then? Jasmine? 
they was eating them MREs, the meals ready to eat, but somebody was just throwing them off a truck. And either way, he still ate. <laughs> exactly. Like you still heated up that little pack and made that little that little ghetto Snickers bar. Like I just, it's like he like. And sometimes I think people from like, that migrate to America, they grow up watching like certain sitcoms, and they think, okay, this is the ideal of like how life in America is supposed to go and like that's how I'm supposed to live like it's like he sat down and just watched nothing but 1950s shows right and saw all the women cooking and cleaning and like he watched I Love Lucy on a loop and was like yep that's exactly how my wife is gonna be me she may be a little mischievous but she's still gonna have all my meals ready for me when I come home and it's like the bare essentials of eating your food just because you pay the bills for my household doesn't mean I have to treat you like a second child like this is not Okay. And like, even like a mirror didn't have to keep doing that. My thing was, what if shorty, like, you know, we as women, what if her period came really a little early? She didn't have any tampons. Girls got to run to CVS real quick. You're not going to go stylist. So like she even came back and was like, I set everything up for for success. You're still dressed. Like you're still ready. I don't understand what the problem is. And he's like, well, you you didn't help me. What? Honestly, like, Sir. did you check his diaper before you left? It, it's giving diaper rash. Like, what? He's never satisfied. Do you have colic? What's the problem? It, it's like <laughs> he's burning the thing. The Tide pen's not working. I, I didn't want my clothes ironed, but now they have to be. And I didn't get my meal on time. She burned the cheese on my breakfast sandwich. I, I hear I'm getting my food, but it was given to me by somebody with a penis. Oh, no. <laughs> like he this is so out of control and he's just such a freaking baby and this i cannot with him like i would never fuck this man ever again like it's beyond the ick it's just so like ew like please stop here i i could not deal with a dude like this which are saying like i left with everything with enough time i'm sitting here chilling i could have steamed your stuff i could have done it but you didn't i did most of this by myself as if that's like a, a strike against her i did right. and, and like not for nothing like we're going to an event in our house we're going downstairs like Hello? we're not going to the met gala no one's going to see you like we're going downstairs. We're going outside. You'll be fine. Like, please. Hello. Like, and on, honestly, ain't nobody looking at you anyway. Like, you look like a thumb thumb. Like, please. <laughs> I'm just so tired of this bald man with no facial hair giving these girls all this all this stress. I mean, and let's be honest, like, in terms of, like, attractiveness and, like, appeal, they're probably evenly killed. Like, Jasmine is, you know, she's, she's cute, cute. But, I mean, this was, this was a good nab for her. You know what I mean? Like, she's cuter than him. So, like, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, I think he thinks that he can get better, but like, sir, you should be really appreciative. Like, <laughs> Jasmine gives good scalp. It's giving inches. I wish them they were a little bit more maintained in that summer heat. Also, just sidebar, my pet peeve of the season. And if the girlies come back, I just want everybody to just just dial in for a second. We as black women, if there's one thing we're gonna pride ourselves on, it is our hair. <laughs> the hair this season. Why did no one invest in some goddess locks? Or some goddess braids, like you know, they were fighting the humidity every week. Every day, <laughs> Bria ended up with four pieces of beaded track in her hair left, and I'm like, what happened? I am you know, so vexed. That is very fair. I did see a TikTok of somebody who really was like, not one of these girls has a protective style on their vacation, and that's wild. Not, and that is wild. <laughs> 
no edge control in sight. I'm no. like, I'm not seeing a baby hair swoop. Like, like the girls in high school are coming together with more with more looks than this. Like, I was very disappointed. Like, they're all beautiful girls, but I just was like, does no one know how to do a little swoop, neat and pull? Like, what's happening? Like, why did we it's not surprising. invest in money? This is a perfect moment. Like it's the vacation very- break. I thought that was a standard for us when we travel. Like, girl, I gotta get my hair braided. We're like, I'm, right. I'm like, what? A white toe yeah. and a Asian braid. It was surprising. Yes, yes, I, I, yeah. <laughs> Mariah I did, I think, I think Mariah had a scarf on at one point, but that was it. That was about it. So Summer was the only person that really was like prepared and was like, all right, I got my headbands, I got my flat iron, I got my blow dryer. But like mm-hmm. <laughs> my Jordan and my Bria were struggling at points. I'm like, it was hard. Girl, girl. It was tough. <laughs> Stuff. <laughs> like Jasmine's hair was state frizzy. Like there was state. There was a. It was constant frizz. I'm like, but I see you flat ironing it. What are you doing in the morning? What are we doing? Like, what's the process? Yeah, it wasn't giving so press. It was giving struggle. <laughs> That's very true. That is very true. Oh my god. So Jasmine says in a confessional that she and Silas have had discussions about like what their roles would be. Their very traditional gender heteronormative roles are and basically like she was like that went out the door when we went on on vacation Uh, you know uh, clearly that did not go out the door for him but whatever so then she asked silas okay i got you on the bow tie do you need anything else uh i just need an acknowledgement and she does what i did would do which is just walk out like i'm not yeah that that's enough i'm good so then the guests start arriving for the party jasmine goes to check in on jordan real quick and finally this is like the first time she's being forthright about the situation with silas and by that i mean complaining and she's like you know he's been going we've been going at it over this damn suit and you know silas has been holding down the household you know he does lean on me to do things that he doesn't necessarily want to do himself it's such a gender breakdown and it's like important to let me know how he feels and i appreciate that but sometimes it's exhausting oh it's very exhausting very (laughs) and then they're like yeah i mean he's got pisces energy he likes to hold on to things and jordan says in a confessional like jasmine's not coming to me now with this facade of perfection and i'm really happy about that because you know i think it's a testament to how close we are that she's finally able to be honest and i think well probably just like at the end of her rope but yeah that too (laughs) right Oh gosh. So then Alex's brother Al arrives. What are your thoughts on Alex? If any. So I like Alex. I do. Mm-hmm. We have some moments where I think I think Jordan was correct to call out Alex mm-hmm. when she did. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there was an issue with how he was talking to her I do think that her reaction was a little sometimes misplaced I think sometimes I love Jordan she goes a little zero to 100 I think Alex is exactly who he has said he is he is a recovering fuck boy mm-hmm. he you know realized some of the errors in his ways and you know he's a growth he's a work in progress I think he doesn't have ill intentions and I do like the fact that these men have displayed very intelligent emotional intelligent ways of communicating and hearing the women of the house mm-hmm. when they do vocalize and express themselves and then trying to navigate and pivot that and and with acknowledgement and accountability i will say all the guys have been very with the exception of silas all of the yeah. guys are very well 
articulate and I do see them trying, but they're dudes, you know, they're men. They go, right. they go and be men at certain points. And I think they've have pivoted and learned from those situations. Um, I like Alex. I think he has room to grow. I, I, if you tie into the summer house, the original summer house cast, he gives me in between Carl Radke vibes where Carl like started off literally as like a terror, an emotional terrorist to women. Mm-hmm. And now <laughs> to see his growth and development as like a healed soul and now married and you know, about to be married to one of his you know former castmates, you can see the growth. So I think yeah. we have to give people some time to develop. This is almost like a, a show where you have to see character development. You know, these are new people and new situations and new environments. And then also to what I've been trying to explain to a lot of my friends who are new to this universe, editing is really interesting. And so what they're able to do on the editing room floor, the sequence of events may not have played out in the exact format and order in which we're seeing them. The dramatic pauses are inserted in certain ways. So sometimes you can be privy to a bad edit depending on the day and depending on who's producing. But I think Alex has had his moments where I've been like, "Mm, should have done that. But I do (laughs) see him coming out on top. The singing, I'm like, okay, boo, you're trying. (laughs) But (laughs) you know, we're not all John Legend. But, you know, I see his passion and I see his intent to want to be better. So I'm going to give Alex a solid, you know, B minus for the season. I think he can bring more, but I think he's been okay. I can accept that. Do you want him back or need him back? Like, would you be hurt if he did not come back for season two? Yeah, because now I'm invested. Like, I want to kind of see what happens between him and Summer. Mm. Um, I want to see that growth. I'm, I'm here for a good Bravo love story. Like, again, like I think Lindsay and Carl, like, set the tone of like falling in love as castmates. So like, I want to see an organic build, but I'm here for the challenges that, you know, I think a lot of the guys try to shy away from conflict from each other. And I think as they get deeper in this, I want to see how they, you know, disagree and, and come back and resolve. And maybe kind of, if you add some new influences in people's true nature, when they start to let their guard down kind of comes out. So I'm interested to see the how the dynamics shift a little bit and change after this first year of success. Yeah, and everybody comes back with different egos. Yeah, because once I the was, egos start getting inflated, it gets mm-hmm. a little or deflated. Silas, <laughs> um, <Yeah. laughs> so I was talking to my friend Princess, and we were both saying like everybody who's saying that Silas and Jasmine shouldn't be on next season are like crazy. We want to see what happens. Oh yeah, no, we need the best. Yeah, with the audience reaction to them, I want to see like, what is Jasmine like now knowing that like, this is how people feel about her relationship? Or how does Silas feel? How is he going to like try to course correct knowing that this is how America feels about him and his relationship? Like, I want to see that. I want to see that real bad. Yeah, we need to see that. We need to see that yeah. growth. And and we need to see that evolution. And also, not for nothing, like, I want Jasmine to secure a bag on her own. Because, you mm-hmm. know, first season, you don't really get a coin. But second season, you can start to get a little bit of independent, right. you know, coins on your own. And everybody can kind of start negotiating salaries. So, like, I'm rooting for, ja- for Jasmine to have her own W-2. And get her <laughs> Hello? Own like, that's what I am here for. And Hello. I kind of want to see once the balance and power starts to shift between them, he's gonna have to either check the ego or try to pivot and 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 really really be kissing her feet so they need to come back just at least for a a redemption season just just one i i agree i saw him on um an instagram live a few weeks ago and i really can't remember what he said but he was trying so hard to be mr nice guy and like Mm -hmm. try to like like you know be a 
different Silas, not the Silas on TV. And I think he just recently got Twitter. And I think he's like trying to like be like, hey guys, uh, editing, you know, that sort of thing. So that's, mm. and I, I, I'd like to see the flail. I'd, I really, really would. Um, Absolutely. <laughs> so then we get to Lux on the Bluffs. Al, brother Al's there. There's like an introduction, which really like wasn't an introduction. It was just Nick being like, my mama said, um, you know, something about respectability product politics. Like if you go out there in the world, people treat you however you look. And so that's why he looks like uh, Stefan or, or Cal or something. I don't know. But anyway, to Martha, to Martha. Like the peanut man. Yeah, yes. <laughs> exactly. Mm -hmm. Somebody said he looks like Jiminy Cricket on Twitter and we just, we can't no. see it. Like my friend and I are like, yep, there you go. My best friend yesterday, she said he looks like the stick from A Bug's Life. And I was like, yes, yeah. there it is. He's stick. <laughs> He's stick. A well-dressed stick though. One thing we're not going to take away from Nick is his fashion, honey. Because it, hello? He brought the, he brought the, he brought the Martha's Vineyard realness that some of the other folks didn't bring. Yeah. So I appreciate him stepping up to the challenge. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I like him in the purple label. This is, this is purple label. Yeah, that's why I said this is purple label, honey. Like, oh, is she crazy? No. <laughs> <laughs> Heard you, Nick. Heard you. Um, so then after that, Alex does a speech and he ends up surprising Nick with girlfriend Tasia. Um, dun, dun, Tasia, dun. I think, was very cute, but still was not giving Nick's type to me, you know? What's Nick's type here? I I don't like the way you asked that. It's giving beard. <laughs> it's giving beard. I yeah, she just was like I don't know. She was just a little like I don't know how to describe her because I it's not like it has nothing to do with her. And they just weren't like a map no. for me. Like, but she's very cute. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. This is why we need Alex back because low-key Alex has been starting some things on right. the low right so right. remember he's the one who told jordan about what amir said right and then kind of yep. like threw that rock and hit his hand but he, he caught the bullet from it but still but then there was also that point when the second episode or third episode when you know everyone's kind of asking nick about like who he's interested in and he's just like oh like you know talking to somebody but like it's not that serious and alex in his confessional said you know i just don't think nick is being intellectually honest yep and when he said that i said that was a very careful choice of words and, and verbiage so at this point when defending your friend but then all of a sudden none of the girls are trying to get with nick and nick is like oh i have a girlfriend just kidding ha 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 just a fool right. on you i have a girlfriend and alex is like okay bet i'm gonna fly your bitch up in secret right. and let's see how you handle this now and, and give gave no one a warning and you're the only one who's known about this girl and you've also thought about your friend being all these girls DMs. he low-key set nick up because you know the girls in the house been talking about it and you know that they pressed uh. him at the dinner so why wouldn't they press her why would they why would they pull up on her and let her know what the tea is alex low-key he'd be a little craftier than we're giving him credit for i will say this and he was the one who brought up all that stuff about shanice too like he's a real chatty patty so. Uh huh. Look, yeah, like, but he's giving the good secret mess, you know, yep. under the under the guise of like, you know, nice guy. 
which yeah. I'm here for. It's carefully crafted. I'm like Bria, who's just chaotic, but it's fine. A sniper from the side. You're exactly right. Um, Jordan really cracked me up. She's like, all I'm thinking is like, Aaliyah, if your girl only knew, like, you came into this house, yep. bro. Like, what's going on? Um, Preston says in a confessional, I don't know what my boyfriend Donald would say if I was keeping him a secret because I wouldn't be able to contact him. So I'll <laughs> <Exactly>. tell you. <laughs> that's serious so then we get this like whole music thing and i found it a little disappointing if we keep talking about how this is going to be like a music event could we hear the music like because i'm seeing a lady i'm seeing this man who looks like bootsy collins grandson but we're not hearing any of the music it's just like whatever from the show so i don't really know what to say but then we get to alex's song and it's just you know it's giving you know, we know his family's good for a wedding wedding dance song, so that's what it was giving to me. Yeah. I didn't really have any uh, comment on that. <laughs> I want I see I'm I'm happy that they got to have a moment to kind of include outside people because I think it was just a little COVID-y quarantine-ish with just them all the time. Uh-huh. And I think in the other summer house, we're so used to having like I was just, I mean, I was telling my girlfriend, I'm like, the main summer house moment is on is that Saturday when it's the main party and everyone right. from the neighborhood is like in there but again that's the Hamptons it's a little bit more like summertime turn up type of vibe right you know, Martha's is a little bit more refined so I want them to be able to kind of like network outside and meet people at the vineyard and the people like the low some of the locals and or maybe other travelers that are there for the summer so they can have those type of epic party moments because there's nothing like a good summer house Saturday day party and that's just the whole episode is the party and from yes. beginning to end it's just chaos and drunken mess and like Simon was living his best life. My guy jumped into the pool and said, you know what? This thing was cute. <laughs> I clapped and danced off feet, but I'm ready to rage. And he was kind of like left on his own a little bit. And I was like, you know, I understand his time and place, but I think, you know, the, the the influence of other people being able to attend that moment was cute. I didn't really catch a lot of the, the claps and the vibes and the snaps. Some of the music was, maybe you just had to be there. Um, right. But I think again, Bravo editing. We had a woman that, that we had an editor that didn't know or a producer who didn't know who Hillary Banks was. So like, I hope Hello. we have a little bit more inclusion Ooh. and infusion into the behind the scenes producing next season so we can get more cohesive moments that kind of just make sense and are captured, you know, in, in, in an adequate timeline so we can get that full vibe. Yeah, I agree. And I like how, like, I don't know if you watched um, Family Karma, but they like broke the fourth wall oh, yeah. in the same way that this is doing and i like mm-hmm. that i would mm-hmm. i would like more fourth wall like relationships with production um yeah. but yeah yeah so then we just sort of like start wrapping up stories amir does tell summer that in first when she first came to the house that he thought she was like a princess and intrusive but he now <laughs> she's curious and then silas who again silas you don't have any friends in this house he's like oh see you know he really means that you're like nosy ha ha ha, ha. and then he hits her arm so hard yeah. like like a co-worker the co-worker that <laughs> doesn't get the hint that you don't like him you know and it's like oh yeah ha, ha. yeah he oh, thinks yeah. you're all joking but mm-hmm. you're not you're not joking nobody thinks that's funny silas Ugh. I and now that you say that, I haven't seen anyone sit down and have like any one-on-one, truly like connecting, bonding moments with Silas. And I, I think that's no. also a disservice. It kind of a, an testament to him as a man. Like he is one of those guys that doesn't know how to be friends with women. It's only in a possessive manner or in a relationship dynamic. He doesn't know how to 
be friends with women. And that's blatantly obvious in her, the relationship that he has with his wife. Because any man that's your friend first is or has a basis of friendship and knows how to speak to you in that way, the communication style is completely different. He's so in authoritative mode all the time. Yep. It's hard for everyone else to genuinely connect with him in that right. way. That's why no one is ever backing him up when he's expressing his sentiments because they're like, no, bro, I don't agree. And you would know that if you talk to me as an equal and not someone who thinks they're in, in, in leadership. A hundred percent. And he, it's not even, it's more than that. It's like, he doesn't even think that it's possible. Like men and women cannot be friends. And to me, this yeah. is so wild because I come from such a, like most of my friends are so close. The idea that I would be on a vacation with my new husband and that he would, as far as we've seen, make no attempt to get to know my girlfriends like at all yeah. is so one to me it's so wild um not it, one not at all not at all especially it, when your main concern and judgment was jordan and you you kind of have an idea you keep saying you know how much she values jordan and how good of a friend is but you're the one who kind of started that that whole narrative like jordan is a party friend Jordan's right. like a good time girl and meanwhile, Jordan has proven to be everything but that in this moment, in this space, all the other bras are over here drunk and drunk and falling out, showing their, their bushes Titties to everybody. <laughs> and there was never a side where he, I wanted him to see him pull Jordan aside and be like, you know, hey, after this experience, having like actually spent time with you in an intimate setting of space, I, I see the friend you are to her. I see the person you are. And I'm sorry. Like that whole breakdown that Jordan had. A lot of that was directed at Silas too, from his discussions and and, and how he kind of tried to paint mm. the picture of who Jordan was to the other guys. Yeah. And I think he didn't really catch a direct bullet like he should have, but he may have caught an inadvertent stray. But he owed a lot, he owed to bring a lot more to other people in the house. I think he was just so focused on his experience, he negated to check in and make sure he did that and actually build connections. Like everyone else kind of like got really, really corely tight and right. they were leaving and it was like like sad to see each other. And they were just kind of like to him, like, all right, bye. Yeah. <laughs> pretty I'll, I'll much out for y'all yeah like i did anybody even dap him up when they left like i don't even know <laughs> weird i don't care Not I'm, like, I'm in my uber i'll see y'all i'll take y'all to the airport i'll see you later yeah hello no. he he already they already started a whole new group chat without him hello like he's not in it you know they have a group chat without him 100 you know they have a family group chat absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> and the person who's going to send the wrong text to the wrong group chat is either going to be Bria or Amir by accident. Yep. I was going to say Amir. <laughs> I'm like, they're like, oh my God, Amir. This is the other chat with silence. He's like, oh shoot, my bad. I mean, I said, it's going to be Amir. It's going to be. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Um. So then Preston and Bria have a conversation and Preston was like, Bria, I've seen that you've grown so much. Now, baby, we've only been here 15 days, but okay. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> then they start, Amir asks uh, Tasia, who's Nick's girlfriend, about like their relationship and like what's going on. And she's like, oh, you know, I we dated he asked me on a date I was kind of like whatever but then I realized he has a really pure heart and like I'm really grateful to have somebody or be with somebody who has such a pure heart that loves me and out of nowhere Simon's like oh what what he's like white girl wasted jumps in the pool everybody's <laughs> like can he swim is he okay like are we are we fine and then Bria's like I'm gonna go get him 
but then she finds Tasia sitting on the couch by herself. She's like, oh, never mind. I'm going to talk to Tasia and try to blow this shit up with Nick, right? And so she's like talking about their South Africa trip and how she was with all the girls. And Bria's like, yeah, you know, while I've been here, I've been learning how to handle things differently, especially, you know, bringing my boyfriend Simon into things. But um, how did you feel knowing that Nick was coming into the house with friends? And Tasia's like, oh, you know, he told me he was coming. Like, nope no big deal I was just like okay and so Bria then says well we just didn't know that you guys were even together until the second week so we had some questions (laughs) (laughs) Nick is like trying hard to like be in this conversation but like not oh so hard (laughs) it's like um I brought food Tasia I brought you Mm -hmm. your food right now are you hungry right now now you mm-hmm. want to eat right now, please. Mm-hmm. Um, never to be, not to be deterred. Bria keeps going on. It's like, yeah, again, we didn't even know that you existed until like the second week. And, you know, I, he was in a lot of my friends' DMs, like Shanice. Like I told her that you were coming and she was like, wow, he was like sending me heart emojis and saying, you know, that's my wife. And, you know, I, I just would like to know if that was my relationship, you know. And then Bria kind of tells on herself because she says in a confessional, listen, if my man is in your DMs, please let me know because our relationship would be over and I'll be on the next flight to Abu Dhabi. And I'm thinking, girl, you're never going to fight these yacht girl charges. It's never going to happen. <laughs> anyway. The only the only fans must have catched in, honey. Hello. <laughs> and I love Bria. But you told on yourself. Um, so basically Tasha's like she doesn't care she was like yeah I saw the dms Nick's never given me a reason to think he would step out I have no reason not to trust him okay I mean if you like it I love it it's given bargaining agreement but you know I love that for I think Tasha's gorgeous like like a woman I think she came in there and carried herself very well um especially coming into a new environment where people like already kind of established and you know, I do think Nick did some damage control more than mm-hmm. likely before she got there. Yep. But I also don't think it was obviously, we know men, it was never going to be too forthcoming and truthful. So while I cannot stand Bria, can't stand Bria most of the time, she's a girl I would never be friends with. But I do appreciate her being like, well, this is going to be on television, so I'm going to tell her. And to the Bravo, again, with the Bravo editing, it's funny because when Bria first walks in the house, she has her shoes on. And mm-hmm. then when you cut to her going to sit on the couch, she has sneakers on. So uh, I do think there was a, some type of type of a little time lapse that happened. Yeah, but I think, and I was, you know, explaining to some other homegirls, like you know, I think there was a moment a producer was like, "Hey, like you know, Tasia's inside. You probably might want to go, like, you know, talk to her and like, you know, see if she's familiar with what, what's happening with Nick." So I definitely think she was. There was a, probably a little prompt and a little probe there, and a little Miss Size Zero just, you know, snuck herself over there and, and decided <laughs> to give the girl the tea. Now, I will say, I'm always conflicted when it comes to getting in people's business when it comes to relationships because I feel like. God's gonna get you. That's whatever happens behind closed doors. That's between you and your Jesus and your partner. But right. if I'm involved, I'm gonna say something because again, Nick was also in in Bria's DM. So yep. I do think she had a right to maybe say something. I don't know if that was necessarily the time and the place. Like, shorty just got off like a 24 hour flight. Like, give her <laughs> give her a second to breathe. Like, she's just looking for a chapstick and trying to get something to eat. But I do think there. Again, like the, the men are always so mad when people tell the truth on them. Well, if you didn't do these things, there'd be nothing right. for you to say. Hello. But you did these things, so there has to be some a kind of accountability. And I 
know, call me crazy, but if my man was on national television sliding in the DMs of all these women, and we've been together for this amount of time, and I see that you only announced me on day six after nobody was with it. No day one, nine. No, 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 no one was shooting. Day nine. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> I would feel away. Like, I would want to be a fly yep. on the wall in their home last night because I would be like, you, I mean, well, he was at Washington House Live, but I was like, she's been okay with that? Like, like honestly it's and truly, weird. a woman would have been, I, I wouldn't, you, you, girl, that's either not yeah. your man for real or you lying to yourself about how comfortable you are or you had another dude, which is fine. Good for you, sis. But it was just, if you're confident in your relationship, cool. But that would have me raise an eyebrow because you didn't care yeah. what the perception was before we came on national television and you got me out here looking crazy. I me agree. But there, Nick, you got a good one. Seems like it. A real good one. I think like there are things that regardless of your comfort level, this still you have to raise a little bit of a side eye. Like, why did you not mention me until nine days in? Like, y'all ain't got nothing else to do. Your girlfriend? Your yeah. girlfriend? The woman you are in a relationship with? I should have been brought up. Hi, my name is Nick. I have a girlfriend. Bam. Like, yeah. please. Yeah. That should have been part of the intro. Right. The glee with which he got really a little uh, duddy wine from, from Summer. You know? Let's talk about that. <laughs> so. Oh, yes that was pre-announcement was that post-announcement or pre-announcement that was post but that would have been maybe okay if everybody knew that you had a girlfriend but you already have been lying to the last minute and then you were so happy <laughs> about it you're a little too happy so <laughs> i gotta look at you yeah, jump in the pool and cool off right. right you had to jump in the pool to cool off uh, hello mm. all too happy to get that purple label in the pool after that weren't you so. <laughs> interesting real interesting um so then jasmine tells us talk to silas and she was like oh you know like a very like oh i talked to like she can't speak to him directly i had a conversation with jordan and i was telling her how our relationship is and you know about the tide pen and and how i burnt your khakis or whatever and she was like you know i didn't say this jordan said this jordan said you know gosh that sounds really foolish what's happening you know so silas mm-hmm. again i just want acknowledgement you know just like you know look baby these pants are messed up <sighs> and she's like i just wanted you to give me a little bit more so jasmine's like i'm already hard enough on myself and i just feel like you add to that and in a confessional jasmine says this trip has really highlighted that we're still learning about each other we need a therapist the second we get back to new york this is going to be a lot of work do you think silas is going to entertain the idea of going to therapy i think silas will go to a therapy session and the therapist is going to tell him all the things that he's doing incorrectly that are not valid or working or healthy for his marriage and he's going to say we're not going to that therapist again i'm not going to that therapist again because he's going to feel so maligned mm-hmm. he's gonna he's not gonna be ready to adhere or take acknowledgement or accountability for anything that is, is in jasmine's favor i i he's one thousand percent a misogynist textbook misogynist that i didn't even think still existed let alone in black america that existed but my gosh right. again but he he doesn't consider himself a black american also again he's literally coming True. from an immigrant culture True. so yeah, that makes sense why his values and his standards and expectations align with that way of life because probably that's probably what he saw growing up or how he's, what his, in his culture says, 
this is how a woman operates. I don't think Jasmine did the due diligence enough to really understand what was about to be asked of her coming into African culture and a marriage from a man with, with that background. I yeah. really don't think she really took account for that. It's very different. Like very. the expectation, I'm, and I'm not, I'm like, I'm Afro Latina. So like my mom is black and my dad is, is, is Dominican Puerto Rican. Even in our culture and like Latin culture, we as women, if I ever brought a man to my house as my boyfriend, my man, we're having a family function at a dinner, I'm making his plate. If I don't make his plate, someone is looking at me crazy. Like an elder is looking at me like, mm -hmm. why do you make your boyfriend's plate? What's wrong with you? Are you, are right. you okay? I've even done it. I've judged my boyfriend's girlfriends. I'm like, you made my brother a plate? Are you okay? Because mm. it's just, that's just what we're used to. Yeah. And if you're not new to that environment, it can look like you're just kind of like, like skewed, but like ignorance right. is in bliss in this case, but she just needed to do more, more due diligence and understanding what her expectations were going to be in this marriage. And I don't think, I think she's really overwhelmed herself, truly. Absolutely. And I think even if he were Black American, like, I think it's really hard to be in a position where you're treated fairly and you're not bringing money into the home. You know, like, it's all <laughs> yes. yeah. nine times out of ten something's gonna happen where dude feels out of way some type of way about something and then it's always gonna be like look at what I did for you I do so much for you it's always gonna go back all these are dresses in that closet were paid by me and my check not yours and what why can't you <laughs> like not burn my cheese you know it's just it, it's always it most of the time it's going to come back to that most of the time at some point it's going to come back and it's definitely well it it did come back to her in this episode um so then what happens um basically they like have a little conversation silas and jasmine outside and she's telling silas like we're too early into our marriage for me to be this exhausted and silas hears nothing I think we're both just like acting like our routines like it's it's a necessity and not just an option and I think a lot of our issues would be solved though so basically what he's saying is you're acting like uh you're still on you lady on vacation think you're on vacation and you're not you're still mm -hmm. on the clock mm -hmm. and if you started acting like you were back in our apartment in New York then we'd both be great I would be just fine, but you don't want to do that. So, <laughs> so Jazz was like, yeah, it would solve issues for you, for you. And then the other group hears them from the other side of the backyard. They're like, oh, please, for the love of fuck, can we just take a shot and have a good time? <laughs> like, please. <laughs> they're so tired. They're so, and then, you know what they're tired? They're tired of Silas. They're, they're all really tired of Silas. Like, they're immediately like coming to Jasmine's defense. Like, Jasmine, you good? Right. Oh, okay, because we know, <laughs> girl, we've seen like they're literally no one's coming to check in on Silas. They're all coming to check in on Jazz, which is hilarious. Imagine the emotional whirlwind that Kyle Cook would have been in in this house if they weren't allowed to have fun, and every night they had to deal with somebody else's drama. He would have fucking lost it. Okay, summer should be fun. Silas, not fun. Not fun. <laughs> Literally, exactly. and I needed, I needed, I feel like Shanice is like the, almost like the Kyle equivalent, except way more tidier. For so sure. Like we needed someone drunk in the kitchen at night by themselves and doing on a bender in the refrigerator, singing to themselves and eating. That is my favorite part of Kyle Cook's 
oh, summer yeah. kitchen like rampages that he goes on. It's like top tier yeah. moments of television. So, <laughs> I don't know how Kyle hasn't gotten like some sort of endorsement from Tostitos because <laughs> I mean he loves them. It's like he's like seventy five chips just down his throat at three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I love it. I really love it's it. So good. Oh. It's so good. <laughs> by the way milo has been on the leash just like hoping to not get his neck broken by bria all night like i just here there and everywhere all over this house and she's pissed she goes up to simon because she's like feeling some type of way that simon jumped into uh the pool but you know what like this is what you and and i say this as somebody who interracially dates this is what you just got to let white men be sometimes you got to let them just let the freak fly you know listen to sweet home alabama or whatever the fuck you know like you got to let people you got to meet people where they are you know (laughs) white people don't get many moments to be embarrassed themselves in front of us so like when they do it go ahead and act the fool like i just you know like and he doesn't hurt nobody he just want to have a fun like this is the most amount of black people that simon has ever been around he's living his best life he's been eating fried chicken jerk chicken i saw some tostones on the counter like yeah. he's living in his center having fun and bria's <laughs> just a little a little chihuahua brat and poor milo i hope there's a food and beverage stipend for milo next season because my man is working overtime okay Hello. <laughs> running around this house keeping his heifer and emotional support constantly drains. Like at this point, <laughs> I think Milo needs a vacation from Bria because he is exhausted. He is send, exhausted. Uh, yeah, send Preston and Milo on their own vacation. They deserve it. Separately of everybody Legit. else. This is so much. <laughs> so much. Oh, like, please. <laughs> so yeah, Bria's pissed off for reasons unknown. And basically she's just like, that just rubs me the wrong way. I don't like this. And you know, they go into some bushes because Bria's like it seems like Bria wants to give Milo to Simon but Simon felt like she Mm -hmm. came at her side she came at him sideways and was like why don't you take the dog instead of just saying hey I need you to hold the dog for a second so they go in the bushes and she's screaming at him like you're bugging you better fucking chill out right now Summer hears them screaming from outside she's running like they're about to engage into fisticuffs or something and bria's like i just asked if you could watch my own and simon's like uh you did not ask me you you tell you tell me it was disrespectful <laughs> I didn't like that and whatever and you know it's basically she's like running in the house nobody let simon in this house he's disgusting he's disrespectful sick i don't like him and then summer's like in the bushes with simon now trying to Get him to calm down. I hear you. You both feel disrespected. You didn't like the way she spoke to you. I feel like you guys should be able to speak through love. But I hear you, Simon. And, you know, Bria's talking to Jordan, saying that Simon feels like he is like the help to her. And Bria even calls her mama. And I just like love that her mom just like every time she tries to call her mom to like have an ally, her mom's like, well, what's the problem? Yep. He's having yep. fun. No. He's ha- <laughs> you're, you're embarrassing him? You're, you're embarrassing, embarrassing him. him. <laughs> you're embarrassing him. Think what you thought she needs to be a Shanice? Oh, you mad? Because she needs right. to be a Shanice? Yeah. And, yeah, I know. But you, you've made these choices to have these people in your life. So what do you mean? No. Like, her mother was not here for the time. Her mother was not. Girl, she's like, girl, it's late. What What do you want? Like, what now? What's up? what now and and <laughs> Bria does exactly what every girl whose mom doesn't side with her does just cries 
you don't get it Mm -hmm. (laughs) you don't understand mom um it's very funny how like bring Bria's mom to the house let's have her check in I would love to hear her thoughts on who this person is because what did you create because you sound rational but this is not like where did you where did she go it's giving boarding school Uh, yeah like what I'm confused I would because the way she was talking to Simon was insane she crazy. was talking to that man as if she was the financial breadwinner in that relationship like almost as if she's silas which is crazy the parallel between those two right. and like silas is like simon's like wait are you actually okay like you know i support your whole lifestyle like are you yeah uh what's happening right now like right are, what and like i talking to him like, as if he was a child like you need to behave you need to calm down you need to relax like it was given like i'm about to put you on timeout and <laughs> the little people, the little people in Napoleon complex be really triggering. And again, Bria talks, and I've said this all the time, there's a certain type of person that talks a certain way, and you can tell they've never been punched in their mouth before, oh, right? Because sure. of their words. You you, <laughs> you sure. can 100% tell a person who's never received violence for their words because they Correct. talk all kinds of crazy <laughs> to people. And, yeah. you know, unfortunately, the, t- the clock ran out on when that grace was going to be extended to Bria because, <laughs> baby everybody's not the same and certain people are not going to take certain things from you You, that watch your tone she should have taken a piece of her own advice because baby i'll let you fast forward to there because i was ready for it i was ready her her treatment of it was so wild i'm like if reverse racism existed and i don't believe it does she may have gotten pretty close she may have gotten pretty close on that one. Yeah, um, but, but had that been him talking to her like that, she'd have been crying woo. to Luna telling everybody to take him out and woo. everybody would have been like on her side. It would have been a real problem. Real problem. Right. On her side with that one, for sure. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. gosh. Um, so, yeah, like everybody's trying to turn up at some point. Simon's on the kitchen island while Bree is on the phone with her mama. He's like having a great time, moving and grooving and doing with his, his shoes on. Dances. With his shoes on, mm-hmm. that infuriated me. I'm yep. like Simon. Now, now you're taking it too far. Get down. <laughs> you're lucky this is the last day, and the cleaners are coming in because yeah. that, that's a lot. Um, but that, yeah, like basically, like Bria's got no allies in this whole situation. So. Simon comes into the room. She's like, I'm talking to my mom. Don't talk to me. Shut up. Shut up, Simon. She's going <laughs> off. And then Summer's knocking on the door like, hey, is everything okay? And like, are you coming out? Are you done for the night? And Bria's like, I'm not done. I'm just like on the phone with my mom. But Summer comes in regardless. And Bria's still activated. Bria's telling her a few times, like, get out of my room. Get out of my room. Get out of my room. Summer's telling her, yo, stop talking to me like that and like things just get very heated summer's like i was talking to him about you like i wasn't trying to talk to your man or whatever simon's wasted one thing about simon is he's gonna get out of a situation he's he in (laughs) white silk pants last episode at that dinner was like i don't know what's happening with with the whole Shanice and Alex thing that I'm going to pretend to go to the bathroom and here he is again it does not matter how drunk he is he's like I'm leaving I sense danger and I'm out <laughs> so hey one like, thing Simon gonna do is I'm gonna go to sleep honey hello <laughs> like, girl I'm going to sleep <laughs> I'm taking my pajamas and I'm going to sleep on this couch bye see you later so things get so crazy that Summer ends up pushing Bria like checking her and then we don't really see what happens, but I see Bria's feet up in the air. Little feet fluttering. 
and then uh, next thing we know like summer's just like flouncing down the stairs devil may care and everybody's holding Rhea back as though she's the one who started it and you know this was giving you know potomac colorism conversation at the reunion mm. for me um because everybody's acting like bria was the caged monster when she's not the one who really started it and she told her get out of my room several times and yeah. she did summer yeah. didn't do that and nobody nobody everybody just let summer go <laughs> she got to go downstairs and alex you know was talking to her about stuff or and but then there was like seven people holding bria back for what that's why I think because she was still kind of like trying to like run and, and kind of like charge to her a little bit. True. Obviously, I'm about to get you. You just dragged me. Like, I'm, I'm trying, let, let me get to you. I'm about to get you. Right. And I do think, <laughs> I think for all of Summer's intentions, she did have good intentions, but this is one of those times when you have to mind your business because that had percent. nothing to do with you. That couple's argument, and I'm especially not getting in the middle of a no biracial couple argument. This is, I don't even know what this is about. <laughs> I, don't even know how to, right. I don't even know how to navigate this. Like, what are y'all talking about here? And again, it's Bria. Like, you know, Bria's a hothead, but she gonna figure out her relationship with her and her man. I understand, I like Summer. I think she was 100% in the wrong. She had no reason totally. to put her hands on Bria. But as much as Bria's mouth, but again, then there's two sides to the coin. Uh, that mouth, oh, we've seen it happen with Miss Candace. Sometimes mm-hmm. your mouth, I say, this, I, I say this with love to everybody outside. And I think our generation has gotten a little bit too overzealous, but just, it's my opinion and I can say what I want. And you're not going to do anything about it. Wrong, though. There Correct. are some people who will do something about it. And sometimes mm-hmm. that will be their fist in your face. Yep. So I think we have to get out of this, this notion that I can say whatever I want without any consequence or recourse. And that is absolutely not true. Correct. I'm from New York. The wrong words will get you popped Hello? real fast. Like, real beat up. the wrong look at somebody on a train, at a train, on a train will get you, will get you oh. jumped. So like, oh, I've seen it happen. Really, exactly. Like, you, yep. <laughs> you can't just say whatever you want to somebody. And I think... You know, even though she's fair skinned, uh, Bria forgot some Jamaican. She was raised by a brown skinned Jamaican. True. Woman, but in her mind, she probably don't even view herself as light skinned. She's like, bitch, what's up? Like, True. oh, we're fighting because you're, you're talking to me crazy. You're, you're being aggressive. <laughs> like, right. even though she should have stayed out of the room, Bria asked several times for her boundary to be respected and it wasn't. It but was again, not. you know, I do think, I do think, you know, equal parts have to be, have to be considered. And Bria didn't deserve all the dragon, but she probably deserved some of the dragon from just being partially the antagonist of the house the entire series. Um, but yeah. I, I do appreciate the fact that I think the people that were holding her back were holding her more in throes of support because I think they know what the damage is potentially. If you continue to be an, an aggressor in a situation after no matter what, you can be right. viewed as an aggressor. So I think mm-hmm. I, I'm happy that like, you know, Amir, and I know her and Amir are close. I think Amir, Jordan, and Preston were there to support her. Just kind of hear her. You know, they, they know their friends drunk and She's emotional. Sometimes you just need the people to just sit there and be like, okay, let's calm you down. And I think they're probably more aware that Summer was probably off getting her own little, she removed herself. So they, she didn't really need, you know, any like holding. Right. Um, but I do think, you know, they all did a good job. And I, I, I give kudos to this crew of, of handling conflicts in a healthier way than I've seen on television in recent years, despite the, you know, the little turmoil. But, you know, when drunk people get to yelling, Hands get to throw them, so you got you got to be careful. You got to be and, careful out here. And and thank God, no hand was thrown upwards for another fucking house meeting about this. Hello. Oh my gosh, <laughs> Lord! Because I would have been throwing hands at that point. They had more meetings than turn ups. My gosh. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. Oh my God. 
Um, so then things get weird. I don't know. Maybe you could tell me who was Silas referring to? Because Silas and Jasmine are now in the room, and Silas is saying, mm-hmm. "Yo, you're the one who invited this person. You need to text them." Was he talking about Summer or Bria? Because I assumed it was Bria. So I think he was referring Jasmine to was like I don't care. I think, <laughs> yeah, no, I think he was referring to Summer, and he was like, "You know, a text isn't going to do, do it. I think you need to go check on your friend." Which, to be fair, yes, uh, Jasmine is the one who brought in Summer to, as Mariah's replacement to this home, and. I believe that Summer is really, Jasmine's the only, Summer's the only connection. But mm-hmm. I think Silas had good intentions of being like, hey, like, go check on your friend. Like, she just got to a yeah. fight. Like, you know, make sure she's okay. Again, we as the host, as you've been letting everybody know that you're the host of this weekend, you're responsible for everybody. This is the one time you actually should have inserted yourself in the business and you did it. Where right. we would see her medal all season and not mind her business. This was the one time we actually needed you. Like, things got physical, physical for sure, like this at this point. Yeah. And I do think Unfortunately, she was just at such a, a breaking point. <laughs> she didn't care anymore. Right. <laughs> like, damn. What? This is the wrong time for you to check out, Jazz. But you know, right? Yeah, I think I think his intentions were saying like, "Hey, just go check on the person you invited." Yeah, yeah. I, I was with him on that, and she was like, "Well." I don't really care. And then Silas says something like, "Well, can I tell you something?" And Jasmine's like, "I don't really give a damn." <laughs> He's like, no, she said, you can't say a damn thing to me right now. That's where I was like, head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. He got real shook. He's like, first of all, um, you're not talking to your husband like that, okay? You calm down and when you're good, we'll bring this up because you just straight disrespect me and I don't want to hear shit from you now. So then she... now. Mind you, y'all, she's like got a chicken wing or something. And she's like having, she's like me, like I'm eating this food and minding my business. I don't want to get into this. She is so unbothered, doesn't want to hear it from Silas that she actually goes into the bathroom with her dinner and was like, I, I'm just going to close the crazy. <laughs> like, but you know, when you have that little pop, you know how when you have that, when you're at the function and you specifically make that, I'm good for making a little pop off plate for the end of the night. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is gonna taste so good when I'm drunk and in my bed. Yeah, I know where she was at. Like yes. I know she had been looking forward to that plate all night when yep. other people left, and she could take off her bra and take off her panties and Hello. Leave it to sit in the bed and eat. And these <laughs> bitches upstairs fighting. Oh, I don't got time. Like, let me just finish my chicken for a second. Like, I just don't. I don't get it. I don't need and, it. And you, mom was in the bathroom. Flat. My God. Yeah, I made sure. Yeah, all listen. Flat. I'm you a know? black girl. I'm a black girl. I'm a black girl. It'd be me and you in there just digging up for the flags. I'm like, I'm getting my flags. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> 
Oh my god. So yeah, she's in the bathroom with her food, and Sides was like, after you disrespect me, that coverage, that coverage from comes with marriage, that respectability. After tonight, I promise you that will change. I promise you your life will change tomorrow. And then he starts getting his shit, his luggage starts packing up. Yo, dot I ooh, that was so like violent without being violent. Like your life yeah. is gonna change tomorrow. Promise you that. Okay, ooh. Ike Turner. Okay, Ike Turner. Do hey. I know you run across the highway right now? Are you are you okay? <laughs> Chills up my spine. What do you mean? And I don't know how anyone in the house didn't hear that. Oh. Ooh. If like, did I, no one else hear that? That is wild to me. The, he, and he was, like, so dead ass, too. Like, oh, yeah. Life is going to change. Forget it. And I think we've seen some threats on Bravo from, how, like, toxic husbands. We've seen some threats. Mm. That was probably one of the more, like, chilling ones i've seen in a very long time for real like i've seen some husbands say some slick shit and i'm like oh no he didn't but like that was very much like oh you mean that and you are threatening oh, yeah. sis with the with the with the prospect of hom- homelessness and starvation uh-huh. immediately after leaving this house yeah okay no for real like that yeah. was darker than like Juan in the closet with production saying that he's only with Robin because of the kids you know Ooh, what a time Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> so Juan's so fine but toxic my god <laughs> so Jordan Preston and, and Amir are all in Preston's room actually enjoying their late night snacks just giggling and having a wang dang doodle um per usual <laughs> per usual so jasmine's like do you not think that you disrespected me on this trip he's like packing his stuff up he, like a child like i'm leaving I'm, I'm running away mommy and she's like you don't you think that you've disrespected me you've been saying like i can't fold my laundry i can't do this or that like you're doing a lot and honestly on that note good night hello <laughs> flats are over yeah. and i'm i'm getting yep. my rim cycle bye um so then we get to the next morning the last morning and Bria and Simon make up and basically she's like yo I was riding for you like respect that acknowledge that and Simon's like you push me like you really disrespect me and she's like that's fair how do you want to move forward <laughs> bruh the way that girl will never apologize I was like so she's not okay cool yep got it she is the white man in this relationship and I love to see it <laughs> I love it <laughs> oh man I hear you do you want to move forward or not what are we doing and he has She's to be just, like well what you trying to do yeah yep. you're not gonna leave me so what's good so he's like, well, <laughs> I want to be together and she's like cool bye pull the Corvette up to the car to the door um so then yeah like she basically says in a confessional i had i slept on it and i realized that simon is the type of person who will give you the t-shirt off his back so i'm like well i'm not hearing and i love you but i am hearing that he has a purpose in your life and i'll i celebrate that it's called american express Uh love it um so then summer comes up to speak to bria and in the truth booth which i think we i would like to see more of in season two more people in the truth booth um 
Summer, she's like, you know, I think Summer, Summer was saying she's upset because she intervened when it wasn't her business. Basically, she knows, like, I should have shut my ass up and I didn't. And so they have a conversation, which was actually pretty good. Like, Summer does admit, I'm sorry, like, I got in your shit when I didn't need to. And that wasn't cool. And I'm embarrassed. And, you know, I was just trying to talk to Simon. I pushed you. My bad. And and they make up with each other. It was a good apology. I yeah. Yeah. And that's what that's what should happen. Like grown adults. Absolutely. Like I, I yeah. like Summer. You know, that's my girl. I'm a ride for her. She was wrong. She didn't lose the fight, so <laughs> sorry. <Right>. Okay. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> um, so the season ends with Jason and Jasmine. They're in the kitchen, and she's like, I'm glad this is over. This is probably the perfect time for this uh shit to be done. Um, and he's like, Well, how did things go the night before? And she's like, Listen. Jazz, Silas packed probably because he just like needed something to do but whatever like I'm done okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then she says in a confessional I'm not really feeling that connected with the man I fell in love with and I'm really hoping we tune into each other more and let everybody else solve their problems I'm like well you probably should have figured that out not on like day 13 and 15 but okay growth but what I did find interesting is that we don't really hear Silas's side of his relationship. Like, it's just Jasmine being like, this is bad. I don't think we should be doing this. This is really unsustainable. But never really, Silas is just like, I want to be acknowledged. Next question. Yeah. And I did like, sorry, go ahead. No, I'm just, he doesn't, I I want Jasmine to be on reality television because I think it, she deserves. There's something in there that I want to root for her. She's not my favorite girl. I don't think I would be friends with her outside of this. Right. But I do root for her because of of her situation. And as, I know as a creative and as a young woman just in our thirties, just trying to figure it out, I I know what it's like to be lost, right? And so sure. I want her to be, just be find her most authentic, true self. I don't know she'll be able to do that with Silas by her because he's just not a likable person right even in fun moments like even when the guys were like just bonding like there's no like I don't see him connecting with anyone not even his wife so it's like if you don't even connect with your wife what's the hope for the rest of us to kind of want to continue to build anything here like if you don't talk to the person you love with respect how are you gonna talk to me like my gosh it's just he never he and he's that guy that just doesn't think he needs to fix anything about himself. Like he's not going to acknowledge anything because he's not the one that's struggling. His mind is chatting with all the problems. She needs to fix it. I'm good. Yeah. And his last words were like, you know, my first summer in Martha, I asked Jasmine out and now she's my wife. He's acting like this is some like, oh, like Kyle and Amanda, like we've had this like a big landmark moment tied to the summer. And we're like on good footing when she's like, we need Dr. Joyce, Iyama, all the troopers immediately, yeah. you know, <laughs> everybody. Yep, he glossed over. He didn't, he didn't acknowledge anything that they, that they went through like, for the recap. He just went straight glossed no. over like, yep, she's my wife now. But like a possession almost. It's almost yeah. like he checked, he checked the box on his list. He's like, all right, got a wife now. Now on to the next thing that I have to do. You know, yeah. it's, it's possessive in a, in a way. And it's, Oh, it's like my worst nightmare and fear is that I that I will be single forever before I get into a situation where I look across the table from somebody. And I'm like, I actually don't like you. That Hello. is horrifying to me. 
Hello. My worst nightmare. Hello. Um, did you watch the Watch What Happens Live after? Of course. I'll, I'll always. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Because I only caught the first few moments. So you'll have to let me know if there was anything else. But I did like Preston and Drew Sidora were the guests. And Andy mm-hmm. asked Preston, you know, like, what is the status of Jasmine and Silas now that the show's been out? And he goes, well, <laughs> they're married. <laughs> they're married. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, okay. Interesting. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> doubt there was a lot told i mean that's the right answer for someone that's your remember that's his lb so like right. he also knows silas from a very different perspective and has some kind of loyalty to him but better than any human being he he can yeah he can acknowledge and understand what he he sees everyone sees this is a very toxic situation yeah. that doesn't look like it has potential of being better for either party involved especially not jasmine and god forbid if she has a child i pray she just Ooh, does not get pregnant because the level of possessive that man is going to be then, you're not taking my child over there. You know, you, how would you take my child to the zoo? Let her pet a, you let her pet a cow? Like, right. he would, oof, the stress that we would, we would have. It'd be insane. Jesus be an IUD. Um, what, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I think it's very, even more interesting to me because I'm seeing, like, I follow Jasmine and, and Silas on Instagram and they're very much like, oh, here we are at this event, that event, this event together, couples, dinners, you know, whatever. Here we are with Carl and Lindsay and at a festival or whatever. They're very much like Instagram couple, which is another huge red flag. So I'm just like wondering, what does Preston know? What does he know that he's trying to tell us without saying it, you know? (laughs) I think Preston has been given the tea that he will just bookmark and store and he's going to be observed from the fall from the fall i think he wants no parts of that chaos i i don't because <laughs> silas is not the person that's going to take advice anyway and he knows that right there's nothing you can say to silas that will that will that that, that would he that would resonate to the fact where he would it, take it and implement it in a way of, of transition and change so i think this is one of those places like like sometimes you just kind of have to know your friend Mm-hmm. And just kind of like accept and know what their boundary is and what you what people are willing to acknowledge and not face. I think Silas is kind of like, mm-hmm. love my friend, but that's that's his life. That's who he is, and that's this is where he's at. And that's Absolutely. the most respectful thing I think he could have said. <laughs> um, was there anything else from the episode that we that was worth talking about? I think. Um, was there enthusiasm want- from Andy for a season two? Did you sense that? Oh, yeah. I think they definitely got, they're definitely going to be a green, a green light for season two. I think that Andy has his faves. So I already know who the standouts are. And I was telling my homegirl, you can kind of always see it. Um, Jordan, Amir, Bria, Preston. Hands yeah. down. Those are fan favorites. Andy likes Amir for sure. We know he loves Amir. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think those four, you can always tell based on like Watch What Happened Live appearances. Yeah. I was like, Jasmine should have fought harder a little bit more for her independence and authenticity because we would have she could have secured for real for real her spot and not be more like not the host next year it's giving like the girls in charge are going to be jordan and bria coming mm-hmm. back a little bit of summer shanice's crazy ass is 100 coming back because she's chaotic television and i know they're living for it yep um i do think that jason needs a little bit more 
I think if Jason comes back, he can give us a little bit more because he's got a story to tell. And Jason's actually quite funny. And yeah. Also did a, a really good job with like a lot of comedic relief and also trying to navigate some of the more contentious moments that they, that were had. Um, I think this is a really good solid first season cast. Honestly, like everybody kind of brought something for those I who agree. have to stay. Um, you know, I, I liked we had a little bit of moments of chaos. We had a little bit of moments of fun. We had some problems, but like. They got us. I, I like them. You know, even Silas, I would, I would, I would want to see him come back and try to redeem himself. A try, but I don't know yeah. if it can happen. Emphasis on try. <laughs> yeah, and we just maybe need another another fine man to spice up the life. I just need like Nick is cool, but he's not a looker. Like I need a yeah. Alex is fine to me, but he's a little slim, but he is fine. But we just need another another little bit more masculine energy. Somebody that's really like not Silas's friend that will challenge Silas. That would really shake up the house. Yeah. 100%. The thing about Summer House is that Summer House is for himbos and we need more himbos, not just Amir. He can't be the only one. Yeah. So. No. I mean. That's why Luke and Andrea were so great, you know. <laughs> Oof, let me tell you something about Luke, man. Oh. Luke? Oof. Baby. Yeah, hello. My little mountain, my little mountain man from Minnesota. Oh, oh man. Love him. <laughs> yeah. And I honestly am glad we have this group and cast because the black girls on regular summer house, I've never disliked people more and <laughs> been my own kind. I'm like, <laughs> if I could like fight Sierra in the street, I don't even like to <laughs> like promote violence, but like what, uh, uh, the bitch that needs to beat down the best. Like my God, I've Sierra. never been so against black women in my entire life. Like what, what, what way to be on the wrong side of history? Like see, like, <sighs> what? Yeah, Ooh. Sarah unfortunately has been on the wrong side of history since she began her friendship with Hannah, and uh, <laughs> remains there. Once that happened, oh, listen, yeah, and it's rough because I really wanted to. But like I it. do, yeah, I did too. Like as you know, as a black person, even when I'm watching Chops, I root for everybody black first. Right, so I'm down <laughs> to the wire, and then I gotta right. just root for whoever's good. But like, you know, and, and I think this this was a good example of how we as Black people can kind of come together because I think they're so divisive a little bit on that show. Not a little bit, it's like everybody else against Lindsay. And yeah. there was no moment where I saw Sierra or Maya try and have a moment of connectivity with Gabby right. when their whole plight the season prior and their Maya was so flushed that half the white boys didn't remember her damn name. And it was right. like, you as a Black person coming into this scenario, where was like, oh, Gabby, let's go to breakfast. Or let's go to brunch real quick. Just the three of us, like have a little bonding moment as the only other black girl, new black girl in that group having right. no one has been like, but y'all just like clicked up and were totally divisive and dismissive of her. Why? Because she got a daddy? Like go to therapy, <laughs> talk to the lady, resolve your daddy issues. Girl right. can't, can't help that she comes from a loving home. Like True. it was giving envy. It was giving jealousy. It was giving mean girl. And I was so happy that we had the contrast to that where all the girls were like, kind of riding for each other and having each other's backs and it wasn't so much all the time you know going back and forth you know women are women we're gonna have our little bouts but I liked it. it was like this is how we as black people are supposed to unite and come together so kudos to Martha's Vineyard I think they did a great job you know bringing to it Martha. to the newbies to Martha to Martha <laughs> Chloe tell everybody where they can find you uh, I'm cleverly Chloe everywhere so I'm on Instagram TikTok Twitter I've done everything been everywhere i'm happy to be supporting and talk always down to talk bravo talk so let's get into it uh got some more claire huxtable tiktoks coming through i don't everybody keeps yelling at me they're coming 
So <laughs> we'll, we'll be there. Um, you... But yeah, I'm looking to put out some more content for the later of the year. But thank you for having me. This was amazing. Thank you. You really cracked me up the other day. You said in a tweet that you, there are a lot of people who think that your actual first name is Cleverly. <laughs> Which really no, it's like sad. <laughs> I, like, there's like that guy that like sent me a DM that was Cleverly your first name. I'm like, Cleverly is an adverb. Are you okay? <laughs> I'm like, no, no. Like in the street, people will say, oh, Cleverly. I'm like, my name is Chloe. It is it's a name. so obvious. Yep. It's right there. <laughs> But the amount of times I have to spell cleverly when I'm like giving out my email and people are like, can you spell it? I'm like, sure, that's fine. Yep. Can you? The word, but, you know, yeah. <laughs> patience, and, patience and grace, patience and grace. <laughs> exactly. It's all we can give to people. Well, thank you again so much. And I hope you have a great day. Thank you. You too. <laughs> Bye.